Kind of talking about it. We checked on the other horses, and all of a sudden, I shine the light, and there's just eyes. We're both like, whoa! <laughs> and he just stared at us. He didn't even say hi or anything. He was just looking at us. And he probably watched us for, what, probably five minutes? Yeah. We, we kind of, like, saw him, and then we kept checking on the horses, and then we walked over to him, and the whole time, he just stood there. Yeah. We were like, if we don't shine a light on him, he's not there. <laughs> <laughs> So Eli, your first mule ride was with us, and you were 20 years old when you first rode your first mule? Yep. Dude, what took you so long? I don't know, I just never had the opportunity to, you know, hop on a mule and ride it around. Yeah? You guys ranch on horses? Yeah, just straight horses. I mean, we got some, some ponies, but... <laughs> stingray? <laughs> Good stingray. old Stingray. I like Stingray. Kit Kat. I don't think I've seen Kit Kat. Yeah, Kit Kat. He's a work in progress. Is he shorter or taller than Stingray? Shorter. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's like a fourth a day horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, um, yeah, you came on that cattle drive with us. You rode old Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. And I heard you had a little accident on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw the video. He was standing up on this little ledge on the mule and the calf just runs right in front of the rock and red looked down at it and backed up <laughs> red <laughs> fell off the rock yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good it might make the video it's pretty awesome i, I don't will, know i we will get... say he fared better on his first ride with a mule than the than the intern fared <laughs> very true <laughs> <laughs> we might have him on for 10 seconds he's giving us a look over there <laughs> 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 so i think we talked about it on the podcast already but the first day we brought the intern out he seen brett almost die on a meal <laughs> <laughs> brought him straight from sea level up to the tallest point in our mountains just about had to get him used to that elevation mm -hmm. when you went on that cattle drive with us that wasn't the first time you've met us the first time i met you was on the arizona strip and yeah. that was fun we made three vid four videos out of that trip we had a ton of content. Like, it was just freaking the Wild West. How many there. TikToks so far? Probably. I don't know, but I have my biggest TikTok ever come from the Arizona yeah. Strip. It's still getting views. It's almost at 8 million views right now. It's crazy. Holy crap. It's weird to think that there's that many people out there who've seen your stuff. Like, right. 8 million? You right. can't even wrap your head around that. Look who it is. Oh! oh, my gosh. Look who it is. Get your mic and jump on, boy. <laughs> Man, late as always. Late as always. Showing up after all the work's done. Of course. You know me. Dude, you, know me. you used to rope with the intern, didn't you? Team rope. Yep. Sadly. Oh, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, th I did think you guys wanted a little money, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We did pretty yeah, good. We, we won some money. We yeah. second place and second place in the average. You better plug his mic in. Long story short. We invited ourselves out to the... No, you invited yourself. I invited yourself, myself. And then you invited me. And then I was me. like, hey, Tyler, I know a place you can get some great content and we will have a ball. <laughs> well, and you were telling me how cool these guys were. Yeah. You're like, dude, yeah. you're going to love these guys. We got to go out there and get some content. Basically, like when, when I work cows with most people, they get a little worked up when things go south. These guys, they do not care. They're just like, ah, oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Rodeo blows up in their face. They're just like, whoa, would you see that? They're like, whoa, whoa, let's keep it safe, fellas. But that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. We just got to be lucky we got a Kyle on hand. Oh, yeah. Oh. We'll get into that. Punchy yeah. son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Okay, so 
our trip down to the Arizona Strip started like every other trip we've had. Late nights and driving through freaking no sleep. With some hot wings. And the hot wings. <laughs> every time we pass B-dubs, we got to stop in. <laughs> we don't have one within like, what, three hours is the closest one? So we got to get it when we can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we always used to eat it at college. Mm-hmm. And now we've moved home and there's no B-dubs around. So we've the, been cut off. You got the store bought from Walmart. The gas station. <laughs> the gas station. <laughs> okay, so how long of a drive was it to the Arizona Strip for us? Do you remember? It's probably about four and a half to five hours. Uh, so it was four hours to St. George, right? Yeah. And then new, another, what, hour and a half, two hours from there? Yeah, about two hours. Ooh, oh, we my were gosh. out there. What time did we leave? It was afternoon, wasn't it? Yeah. We left in the afternoon. We did have enough time to stop at, like, IFA and get supplies and freaking corby and ife remember that yeah he's shaping hats <laughs> he was shaping he's like i'm gonna make some little kid so happy he started shaping hats dude everywhere we go he always does that same with his older brother we were in walmart once they went over to the straw hats and shaped every single one of them. <laughs> yeah they and do then stuff like that yeah corby was wearing some fur coat like a pink fur coat and just strutting through the store and like the little chickens the little chicks he just pick them up and walk around with them <laughs> as there's all these signs that say please do not <laughs> let's just say we can't take him anywhere no no dude we can't unless the camera's rolling then i'll take him places <laughs> unless the camera's rolling and we're uh two hours from anywhere <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do good in the big city <laughs> We roll up to St. George. You guys were probably an hour behind us or something. That's why we had time to go eat and do all this stuff. We meet up, and we made the mistake of giving these boys the walkie-talkies. Dude, biggest mistake (laughs) ever. (laughs) Biggest mistake. And it was... It was like driving seven hours in a car with your little eight-year-old brother. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Except... It was worse because they could talk to the other car, too. Yeah. <laughs> I cut a lot of that out of the video, but the whole way on that dirt road, we had no cell service, and the whole time we just heard, uh, come in, mate. Uh, can you hear me over here? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm getting arrested, mate. Mate, I'm swerving all over the road. <laughs> the whole way, man. Yeah. That ain't going to work. <laughs> you might have to switch headphones. You might have to trade with Eli. <laughs> really gotta get that little give us one reason why we should unmute you for being late sorry <laughs> did you hear something I didn't hear nothing oh yeah we gotta bring on the intern for his 10 seconds of fame <laughs> we were just talking about his uh, how Eli's first ride on a mule was way better than his first ride on a mule <laughs> and Cage's mule was broke and Red was maybe kind of halfway broke <laughs> yep he rode my wife's something mule <laughs> I don't know. Our first pack trip, I seen you pucker your cheeks a couple times. <laughs> More than pucker his cheeks. Might have filled his drawers. <laughs> he was grabbing saddle leather. <laughs> hey, it's all right to fill your bridges a couple times. <laughs> okay, so Brett didn't come on the Arizona trip with us because he was slacking. I had Just finals that week. Hey. So did you, I. Hey. So we saying. all took them early. So. <laughs> well, I didn't know about the trip. No one on the team told me about it until Eli, a day before he goes, he's like, hey, are you coming down to the strip with everyone? I'm like, oh, well, that's my first invite. <laughs> Dude, so Daniel, we were sit- talking about this earlier. Daniel I, invited himself. I invited and myself. then he invited everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zane was probably a little bit mad at me, but. I Zane was probably mad at us the whole trip. Probably. <laughs> probably a lot mad at us. I just like walked straight up to Eli. I was like, hey, 
I'm coming on this trip whether you like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Zane comes to me up at Jackpot's lawn and he sounded like he liked you guys down there. He sounded like you guys were a bunch of good hands. And yeah, he was excited good. to see the videos. Oh, really? Yeah. Some of the so. other hands down there, one night they came up to us and they're like, you guys are being really loud. You guys are loud. <laughs> <laughs> we I were mean, sitting around the campfire like was, 12 of us. It was midnight and Corby's just like popping off. Pop, pop. <laughs> yeah. Wait, shooting gun? He uh, can't say the G word. We're not talking about that, but... Airsoft. He's popping off jokes. Popping off. <laughs> popping off something. <laughs> My dad was pretty happy you guys came out because we could have never had it, got it done without you guys and made it, you know, as easy as it was. Dude, you make me feel so special. I mean, it hits <laughs> me right here. It gets me good. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't easy. We had a whole bunch of problems, but I mean, it was a lot. We had a lot more success because of the hands we had. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, there was a whole army of us out there. That's for sure. Yeah, he is the nicest guy I know. So, so tread lightly when he gives you a compliment. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Zane, Zane's a hand. So, if yep. he gives you a compliment, you take it to heart. Yep, exactly. So, okay, Brett, let's catch you up. Okay, catch me up. Like always, just like on the California trip, the podcast before this one, we're leaving freaking with only a couple hours of sleep and we're arriving late at night. I guess on the California trip, we went all night. When we came down to the Arizona strip, we left in the afternoon and then drove all night. We had we had some time for B-dubs in between. And yeah. <laughs> but our road trips are always crazy because we're just cramming to get everything done before we could leave because we got videos to edit. These guys had finals they had to finish. Yep. So, like always, we it's were, crazy. We, it's were, we pulled the Christiansen boys out of school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Checked them out. and went, hey. <laughs> yeah. So, we show up that night. And we roll up, it's late, and we've been listening to these guys on the walkie-talkies the whole way down. His little brother and his little brother-in-law, dude, just chirping away. Yeah, it was it was not too good. And the saddest part is they sat right next to each other in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> so they were just trying to annoy you guys. They were, they were awful. Well, here's the, how bad it was. We had the radio on, and then we're like, okay, let's just turn it off. So we turn it off. An hour later, we're like, I bet you $10 they're still talking. Flip it on. Oh, my, hey, hey, do you hear me back there? You still hear me? <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. For some reason, they feel like they're down under when they go out to the Arizona Strip. <laughs> whenever Corby talks on a walkie-talkie, he goes to the down under. <laughs> oh, it's always when he's talking on the radio. Whenever he's on the radio, he's down under. <laughs> <laughs> Man's got a lot of personalities That's to him. That's for sure. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, nothing too crazy happened that first night, did it? Other than Eli sleeping in. The I mean, we helped. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Okay, but we helped them set up their tent, which was all right. But then we busted out our canvas cutters. We didn't need to set up no damn tent. There was tent. no tents. So we it, had a freaking canvas cutter. You want a two-minute setup for camp? Buy yourself a canvas cutter. Eli, let these folks know what you purchased at Walmart probably two hours earlier <laughs> that you were supposed to sleep in. So, I did set up the tent, but we went to Walmart, get stocked up on stuff. I bought a machete, as in the vi in the video, you know, <laughs> chopping that wood. And um, I also bought a hammock. And so, you know, on the package of the hammock, it's got like the poles to set it up that it <laughs> literally hovers on the ground. You know, I was like, hey, this looks pretty nice. Spent like $50 on it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to be sleeping good tonight. <laughs> I'm going to be sleeping good on this, on this trip. So we go all the way there, and we know we set up the tent and everything, and I take all my bags in, and I open the bag, 
and it's only the the hammock. There's no <laughs> there's no poles. <laughs> Literally no poles. No, not even any rope to Wait, tie it up. Wait, question: Could you not find two trees close together? I mean, I did, but the freaking trees snapped on me. <laughs> <laughs> there's only little cedar trees out and there. I didn't have a strong <laughs> enough rope either. So um, I had an extra cot because uh, I ended up sleeping on the flatbed. Yep. So that first night, I like, oh, Eli over there borrowed my cot, and he didn't bring a blanket. <laughs> so he was using his hammock as a blanket. I have no, no, so no. many questions. No, I, I, did bring, I did bring a blanket, just a little small, tiny blanket, though. A little <laughs> tiny one. So do you realize, like, in hammocks, it's kind of breezy? It's cold? Yeah. And you only brought one blanket to sleep <laughs> well, I, with? I was going to put it inside the tent. So there's no reason. The You're going to put your oh. hammock inside the tent? Because I have the poles to Wait, set it up. What? I feel like that's bad juju. I have so many questions. <laughs> that's got to be bad juju, man. So so the poles Where came together. Begin? The poles came together and made it so you don't have to tie it on a tree. You can just tie it to the poles. Yeah. So it's like a little stand for it. It's like those but, ones you yeah. see in the... The, the city girl's backyard. I, I can send you. I'll send you. I'll send you a picture. That you can show it. You have a okay. visualizer. Okay, you lost me there, Eli. That's strike one. <laughs> I, I know what he's talking about. But how big was this bag? Was it like one of the little ones? And you thought there was poles in there? No, no, it wasn't. It was, it was like tiny. A, it was like a, whole was a big box. bag. It was a box, so it was yeah. false advertising. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sue him. Sue him. <laughs> So, yeah, I felt bad, so I lent him my blanket. So he had, <laughs> he had this tiny, thin blanket, my uh, bigger blanket, and then a hammock on top of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, didn't have my canvas cutter. Didn't have a canvas cutter. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had two blankets and a sleeping bag. <laughs> and a canvas cutter. Tyler's always like that, though. Yeah, it would be super hot when you'd first fall asleep. You'd fall asleep with nothing on, and you'd wake up in the morning with all your stuff on. Well, and we went out in the spring. It was just starting to winter was just starting to get over, so it got pretty dang cold. Mm -hmm. So uh, halfway through the night, Casey found us. (laughs) Dude, that was crazy. We had no service. Daniel sent him a pin on the GPS, but Casey didn't know how to run the app we were using or anything <laughs> we're like okay well i hope he makes it because even we kind of got lost on the way out and we yeah. knew where we were going it's not like up in our mountains you know yeah. it's pretty like good dirt roads and there's signs everywhere telling you where you're going you just hit this little dirt road and you just keep going for miles hours and hours and, and then, then you take like side trails that don't yeah. even look like they're supposed to be roads like it'll connect to another road and you'll be like dude that just looked like a four-wheeler trail yeah <laughs> And you got to remember, like, there's no service out there. You, like, lose service the first 30 minutes of the drive, and it's, like, a two-hour drive. So you got, like, an hour and 30 minutes that you got to find out where you're going. So it's a it's a wonder how Casey found you guys. Oh, it's definitely. Like, there should have been no way he found you guys that night, but he did. We gave him directions, and we prayed. <laughs> <laughs> Sent up a couple smoke signals for him. <laughs> He's an awesome kid, man. Yeah. I forgot Casey went with us. He was a hand. That was another one of the persons that I just invited. <laughs> <laughs> we were inviting everybody and anybody. Halfway through the night, though, Casey showed up, and I looked over. Eli was gone. Did you get cold? Yeah, so I remember <laughs> I remember him coming. He was like, what did he say? He was like, guys, guys. And I was like, what the heck? who the heck's this dude? <laughs> yeah. And then... Or what happened? I don't remember. Did he like wake Daniel up or something? Yeah, he kept saying, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, Bro. and I slept like a rock. So, <laughs> so then I was just like, Casey. Yeah. And that's when I woke up and I look up at Casey. He's like, 
hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so the next morning, the first thing I got for the vlog that day, Daniel rips cheek in his little brother's face. <laughs> Nate's, okay. Wakes up so, to some pink eye. <laughs> I had the greatest idea ever. Before we figured out what a canvas cutter was, I went to the freaking army surplus. They had literal body bags. <laughs> yeah, Probably <like>, used. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's a good chance. And it zips up all the way, waterproof. Throw a sleeping bag in it. You're going to be, it's like a canvas cutter, but not a canvas cutter. No, that's good. No, that's good. It was really terrible. But <laughs> we made his little brother sleep it works, in it. It works for the interns. <laughs> Old master. Mm -hmm. And that thing doesn't breathe. Like you sweat in it and all the moisture stays in there. <laughs> it's on your face. It's just dripping. Oh, know. yeah. I know. I know how it goes. But yeah. anyway, yeah. I, I found old Eli the next morning cuddling with a dog in the front seat of the truck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you brought a dog in for warmth. You're like, dude, something's gotta happen. Dog. I've been there though. I have been there. <laughs> it's all hands on deck, man. <laughs> Brett gets intimate with dogs. <laughs> That's a story for a different podcast. <laughs> Brett's got to know a dog named Badger pretty good, pretty dang well. <laughs> And no, that's not the reason he went to jail either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, finish, finish what you guys are saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, that wasn't even the funniest night. We found him in the truck. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> the next one was so much worse. <laughs> didn't, didn't you say the dog stole one of your blankets that night? I know it kept my feet warm. <laughs> just was like right there on my feet. I was like, thank goodness. We opened that door up and we're like, ooh, it's musty in here. Like, I don't even have to start the truck for heat, you know? Yeah, were you starting the truck though in the middle of the night? No. No, because I was going to say I'd never heard anything. I was out besides Casey when he woke us up. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, so the next day was the big gather. Uh Kind of tell us everybody, tell everybody what you got going on out there. So um, when we take our cows down there, we usually take them in the fall for the winter. So, you know, the cows can calve out there and um, we don't have to deal with feeding them and taking care of them throughout the winter. So we take most of our herd down there and we come back in the spring to round them, um, round them all up and bring them back and, um, you know, Take them off, or you know, I don't, what did you call it? Neuter? <laughs> oh, <wait>, no. <laughs> no, no, wrong words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrong words. <laughs> what do you call it? What do you like? Castrate. What? Bredify. <laughs> no, no. When you like separate the calf from the cow. Wean. Wean. Yeah, wean the calves. <laughs> what <are> we? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Close. I call it nurturing. <laughs> I call it neutering. <laughs> There's a little reference for you. But we wean the calves out there too, and uh, they're strong enough by then to, you know, take care of themselves. And we can, you know, have them back for some of the high school rodeos for the people that want to break away or calf rope. So my dad cool. is the one of the main livestock contractors for high school rodeos and junior high rodeos in Utah. So all those cows out on the permit, you use all those when they grow up, the calves? Yeah. Yeah, we use all them. That's cool. Um, I will say their permit out there is one of the coolest permits I've ever seen. It's different from our desert too, because you'll go out in our desert and it's like a lot of blue clay, not a ton of grass, like little clumps of grass. Yeah. Out there, you guys had a, surprisingly a, a ton of grass. 
Yeah. I was kind of, it blew my mind because we're not used to seeing that around. And it seemed kind of like the same terrain in a way, but just a lot more grass. Yeah. They do have a problem with water, though. Yeah. But they use it to their advantage. They do use it to their advantage. Yeah. Tell us about the <clears throat> the springs you guys use and the ring tanks. Yeah. So we got one big spring that we use, and there's not a lot of water out there. So this spring, we've got pipes that go up all the way into the spring where it comes out, and the pipes go all the way into these giant um, tanks that hold all the water. And that's where we keep all the water. And whenever we take our cows down there, we have someone stay down there and make sure, you know, there's always water going in there. And someone down there to haul water to certain places where we don't have, you know, pipes going to and stuff like that. So in your upper corral, where there's not a live spring feeding it all the time, and you're having to haul water to it, do you have somebody stay down on the strip year-round and haul water? Or do you guys make the trip out there every once in a while and haul water? We've got Kyle, old Kyle, oh, you know, mentioned him, <laughs> him about uh, a while ago, but uh, he uh, lives right there in Kanab, so, you know, we have him go down there maybe like once a week uh, when they're down there and haul water for, you know, a week, and, or not for a week, but, you know, on a week on the weekends and, you know, update uh, my dad on how many calves or what the situation is with them and things like that. That's pretty cool. For those of you who watched the video, you kind of know what's going on. I mean, we went to gather these cows. They had a bunch of cows already trapped in the ring tank because the way it's set up, they have the water in the center of the corral. And then what do you call the traps? The little gates they walk through and it closes them in? The claws. Yeah, the claws. just like claws. Yeah. That's what we call them. So they can walk in one side and push the gate open. And once they're in the corral, they're trapped. They can't walk back out of the gate, right? Yeah. It kind of works like this for those of you watching the video. They can push their way through, and then when they try to get back out, the claw just pushes closer together. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe we'll pull up a video of it, but it's kind of cool. Does it teach them to walk through fences, though? Um, I don't think so because they know that it, they're not connected. So, I mean, with a fence, you know, they're you know either wrapped with uh, wire or string, and they can't really push through it. But with this, it, they kind of leave... How we do it, we leave like kind of a little bit of, leave a kind of little bit of a opening Daylight. so they can walk through it. And then if like, it's like that, then there's no way for them to push back out. Okay. So like if they're just walking down a fence and they see a little bit of daylight, do you think just a little part of them is like, hey, I could probably just walk through this? Yeah. And I mean, they're trying to get that water that we have oh, in there, especially. Well, and they are Coriannis, so they <laughs> do whatever they want. It doesn't matter. It honestly Let's doesn't be real here. Dude, it was an awesome setup. So when we went together the next day, they already had like half the herd trapped in there for water. And kind of a problem we did run into is some of the cows would walk in without their calves. The newborns, they'd leave them up in the hills. Not so much, but we found two calves in total that trip that were just kind of left out there. But before we pushed them anywhere else, all the tight-bagged cows, you'd just turn loose, right? To go find their calves? Yeah, we kind of just keep the ones that, you know, we have the pairs in the pen and then turn back out the ones that don't have pairs and round them up later on. Cool. I mean, like, those are the only two downsides I've seen with the gates and the traps. Yeah. Other than that, they freaking work good. It was like, awesome. Amazing. Saved us have, so much time. Do you have someone set up the claws before? Are those claws set up, like, all year round, or how does that work? It's kind of hard to explain. If we were more intelligent, maybe we could. They've set it up to where it like <laughs> can be super open, 
or they can close it tighter. Yeah. So they're very. Oh, like, so it can be open. So when they're just on the permit for the winter time, they can walk back out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like only when okay, we're okay. like wanting to round them up, we close them. But you know, throughout the and they, the then they also have gates around there. Those aren't the only ways in and out of the corral. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of those gates, I almost died one night. Because there's a rope tied over one of them. The <laughs> <laughs> year before, we had cows jumping right there. So that's why they put the rope up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's horse went under it and caught the rope. And I was standing right next to it. And it freaked out. I was like, ah! <laughs> I had to get out of the way. <laughs> Should we kind of touch on how hard that... Oh, I guess we're still on the first day of the gather. So we'll talk yeah. about that first. Finish the yeah. first day. That morning, we all separated into like groups of three or four. And mm-hmm. We just went out looking for cows. And around this corral, there's just thick cedars where they like to kind of shade up and hide. And it's close enough to the water that they can just kind of hang out there. They really can give you the slip in those cedars. Dude, they'll just go so fast. They'll just circle back on you and you'll totally miss them. Yeah, and the branches are like just tall enough that you can't get under them, but the cows can just slip mm-hmm. under them. So when you go to chasing them, they just duck their heads and start weaving. <laughs> it's so hard to stay with them. And like, what we need is some good dogs, probably. Mm-hmm. Those would have helped. Or a couple of donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a couple of miniatures. So we gather them that morning. Dude, Kyle found a big shed, like a big deer shed. Around oh, here, yeah. we don't have a ton of big deer, mule deer. Down there, we found some sheds, boy. And that was the day that uh, Byron stepped over that calf and didn't even see it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was later that morning, mm-hmm. kind of the last roundup. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny because in the video, you you just see him look down, and he doesn't even see the calf when he looks down, and it's right under his horse. He looks back up, takes a couple steps, and just goes, ah! It, it, looks looks like, like, it looks like he does like a double back foot pop. Yeah. He's like, whoa! Dude, he... A lot of people thought he actually fell off. <laughs> and I just kind of left it at that. I was like, this is funny. <laughs> so did he get fall off or did he get bucked off? No, just the camera fell off. Oh. But his head got freaking whiplash. Well, he's <laughs> Maybe like, like stars. what, 30 minutes before that, he was giving Corby crap saying, you're going to lose your GoPro. Because <laughs> <laughs> Corby's GoPro was on the top of his hat, like barely hanging on. <laughs> he was just getting that bird's eye view. <laughs> bird's eye view of everything. Oh, yeah, man. speaking of that, Brett... Daniel's editing this video of us, and your GoPro is pointed at the sky most of the day. I uh, I asked you if my angle was good, and you said yes. You know what? So is he, that on me or you? You know how hard it is actually, to check your angle? I have video evidence, and he says, you need to point that down a little bit. I pointed it down. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny about that. <laughs> so let's talk about the cactus out there. Just kidding, Brett. Boy. <laughs> the choyas, is that what you call them? The jumping cactus? I think so. The jumping cactus. Oh, man. It's brutal, especially when you're on a cult. <laughs> Man. I think I walked through like 10 of them, and I'd have to get off and start pulling needles from my horse's legs. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so we're going to talk about Kyle here for a second. That calf that um, spooked Byron, it starts running away, and Kyle ropes it, okay? And he freaking dallies down, but there's a choya. How do you say it? A choya, I think they said. Koya? Choya? Koi? Choya. There's a cactus there. <laughs> just call and it cactus. We call it the jumping cactus. Cacti. The jumping cacti. <laughs> I get off my horse to go get this calf, and he's running all, all around, you know, like calves do. And Kyle is just weaving and steering this calf and avoiding all the cactus. It was crazy. Oh, like man. He's a punchy son of a gun. That guy, 
is a hand. He gets stuff done. So then I go to hand this calf up to him. He just grabs it by the scruff of the neck and just lifts it onto his horse. His horse kind of scared too at it. Uh-huh. Uh, we just look at each other. We're like, cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> he was cool. You guys got a freaking awesome hand out there. Oh, yeah. Do you ever feel jealous when he's around? Look at me like that. It was a good question. <laughs> um, no. Does he make you feel inadequate? <laughs> Do you feel like you have to jack your truck up when he's around? <laughs> what? You know what they say about men with jacked up trucks, right? Yeah. Brett should know he's got one. <laughs> I have a leveled truck. It's a leveled truck. <laughs> Doing the squat. <laughs> jacked up squat. <laughs> it, it goes for the same, you know, jacked up trucks. Live in Texas, same thing. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get him on here for 10 seconds? His 10 seconds of fame. Yeah, let's do his 10 seconds to bring this podcast back on the rails. Okay. <laughs> okay. Come defend yourself, intern. We won't roast you. Too hard. I, had, I don't need to defend myself. Everyone knows me. All right, his 10 seconds is up. <laughs> right, he wasted seconds. it yelling at us across the room. Uh... We'll roast him enough on this next video coming from the second <laughs> channel. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of interns, if you want to get roasted on this channel, make sure you DM me a video <laughs> on my Instagram why you would make a good intern. Like we've said in all our other podcasts, separate yourself from everybody else. Make that video unique. And if you don't know how to ride, that's not a problem. We'll teach you how to ride. But you do need to, if you can't ride, you at least need to be able to run a camera. And if you can't run a camera, you at least need to be able to ride. Or be good at Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what we should do get everyone that is of the age of being an intern and have them all out here for an intern olympics the winner stays dm me if you want to apply for the intern olympics bronx and donks on instagram okay let's get back on track back, here. back on track let's go to the second i'll day pull now. you out of that rabbit hole <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. We're still on the first day. We get done gathering in the morning. That afternoon, oh, Eli over here decided to be our guide for the day. Nice. I was like, hey, you guys want to go to a mine? (laughs) Dude, it was sketchy. It was. Let's start off there. I heard it was a mine. It was filled with man-eating bats. (laughs) <laughs> to say the least yeah knocked my glasses off <laughs> so we get up the hill it's on the side of the mountain we all had to basically everybody had to jump off and push the forward <laughs> it was freaking rugged we were pulling wheelies going up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> tires are flat <laughs> they were dude we were in the middle of nowhere with flat tires we had to balance yeah. on three tires because the one was flat we got three of us on it <laughs> yeah and we're not small people we roll up to this mine Eli's like, ah, yeah, look, here's a mine car. And I didn't really talk to Eli at this point much. Like, we kind of just said hello, small talk, you know, getting to like, know each other. Hey, you're, you're Brett's brother, right? That? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So you two, so what my story was is that you two being the people you are instigated Eli to go deeper into the mine for a couple bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, For okay. a shout out. <laughs> so what I was saying is we <laughs> shout out. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. <laughs> yeah. Bro. He was all for it. <laughs> shout outs? Expensive. True, Expensive, true. bro. Get you a long ways. Expensive. <laughs> um, we show up to the front of the mine. He's like, oh, yeah, look, this is an old mining car. There's some rails. 
he just kind of looks at it. He's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Daniel and I are like, no, we're going in there. <laughs> and we only had one flashlight, Tyler's iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> he was almost dead, too, because there was no chargers out there. And Eli had his uh, 22 that looks like an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> we made him going first. <laughs> Yeah, it was like we gotta scare whatever's in there first. <laughs> yeah, and we were paranoid about rattlesnakes the whole trip because the previous year they'd run into a bunch of them, so we were paranoid. But little did we know, instead of looking down for rattlesnakes, we should have been looking up for bats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I thought you were gonna say falling rattlesnakes. <laughs> well, the first one we seen. Eli was standing right next to it. Like, it was right here. And I was like, dude, Eli, there's a bat by your head. I've never seen a man drop to the floor so fast. <laughs> I was like, well, we'd look around with our cowboy hats and it would, like, graze them on the ceiling. <laughs> we had them hit our hats as they'd fly over us sometimes. And then, sheesh. Yeah, we didn't want to take them off because they were protection. Like, it was too dark in there. So you didn't know when there was a wall in front of you. So you just let your hat crunch it. <laughs> <laughs> We yeah, got we got to roll a clip of Eli's waddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must have been a workout walking like that for. Oh yeah, so um, you're like, how far? I we asked you how far have people gone in this thing? You're like, I don't know. There's this kind of this one turn we always make it to. Daniel and I were like, okay, we got to have the record. <laughs> <laughs> and in order to get the record, we had to get on our hands and knees and like crawl through places that have collapsed. Oh. That's and, too scary for me. That's too yeah, scary for the me. The bats just got worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, as the walls started closing in, there was less room for the bats to get around you. <laughs> they were like flying like two inches above your head. Like, yeah. zoom, zoom. <laughs> I will say, Eli got the furthest one in there. There were no more foot tracks where we had gone. and Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, we didn't die from CO2 poisoning or whatever it is. <laughs> I was like, going into mine. the bats. <laughs> Wait, that's undetermined. Yeah, that is undetermined. Rabies oh. sets in long time, which is actually really dangerous. My mom was saying the other day, you don't, you couldn't know if a bat scratched you, but you could still have rabies. I thought it was like a two month thing when rabies sits in. Like it takes two months. I think so. I'm not an expert. I think we're in the clear, boys. It's like COVID. Let's call in the old doctor intern. How many months? How many months till rabies sets in? Look it up, Jamie. He said, I don't know Texas. <laughs> I don't know Texas. <laughs> I don't know. They don't have rabies in Texas. <laughs> small Peters. <laughs> uh, the rabies right. are more intense in Texas. <laughs> That's what he's saying. It's rougher and tougher. <laughs> hey, you had your 10 seconds. If you wanted to talk, you should have got on here. <laughs> so... <laughs> so you guys did you guys so you guys made Eli go in the farthest hey he, risking his life and rabies did he get that shout out he told us yeah. he would be our tour guide he wanted to be a good host the shout out <laughs> being a good host all right that's what yeah, they would man. say that's how it goes hey you got the shout out i got right, the yeah. follow average day cowboy no i just average cowboy what's it say <laughs> i always say average off. day <laughs> Because it depends. Ten on the days day. to two years. You oh, guys ain't out of the clear. Yeah, out of the clear. Oh crap! And <laughs> two years, I probably don't want to be alive anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I turn around. They're like, we you got to the point where we were so claustrophobic. We were all kind of like panicking. So Tyler gets right on my butt and is just shoving me out of this cave. <laughs> and there were two bats that trapped us. <laughs> so there's the opening, and it got really small at the opening. Where you had to like get on your hands and knees and crawl, and there were just two bats camping there, and they'd fly <laughs> at us and fly back. <laughs> and so you shall not pass. <laughs> so finally, Tyler just starts shoving me out. <laughs> we get 
get out and Eli just turns around and starts popping off his <laughs> Well, first of all, we get out. We turn around. Eli's not out yet. We're like, dude, are you alive? <laughs> we hear him just screaming in the mines still. We're like, he's the mines problem now. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. What's that? Oh, you've been referencing Major Pain all night. If he in there, he ain't happy. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, yeah when the bedtime story. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Pop, pop, pop. If he ain't dead, he ain't. <laughs> if he's not dead now, he ain't happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we hop back on the four-wheeler, start heading home. The tire is freaking about to pop off the rim at this point. Good old Kyle comes rolling up. <laughs> he's got an air compressor in the truck. Yes, sir. He's got the air compressor in the back. He's got the two horses in the cattle rack. <laughs> Casey's sitting shotgun. Sup, bro? Sup, bro? <laughs> so you guys get back to camp. What's the night's activities like? Licking our wounds. <laughs> yeah, we were singing campfire songs, roasting each other pretty much. Keeping the the other hands awake. <laughs> you got so mad at us the one night. You guys are loud. You guys are loud. Could you keep it down? We're trying to sleep. We were exhausted at the end of the day. Mostly because we didn't get a whole ton of sleep the night before. <laughs> yeah. I woke up like this because I had a seatbelt on my back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my back. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get the the second night is the third night's the funniest about that. We'll get to that then. All right. I don't already. remember much about that night. I just remember hitting the hay. Yeah, not a whole ton we happened. We kind of talked about the plan for the next day, and we were pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the next day was branding day. We uh, first thing that morning we go out find a couple more cows together. Then we start separating the calves and the cows. And how many calves did we brand? I think we might have branded maybe close to 50 to 80 calves. Or you think more? You I think said, more? I thought like 10 or 15. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I they are close to like 100. Yeah, we'll least. just say 100. There was, we branded close to 150 calves. Literally, <laughs> hands were full. <laughs> <laughs> we had to switch around. Every, like, 10 calves, we had to switch. Who was going in to rope the calves? It was pretty fun. So just your typical good branding day. Everything went pretty smooth. No okay. wrecks. I will say this, and we're going to address some haters later. Yeah, I was but, about to say, can, I, can we address haters dude, on the branding subject? Because you got hate. But on, on YouTube, Instagram. they defended him. That's true. That's good. By Instagram, Instagram they hammered him. Literally, death threats were sent to Tyler. It was wild. Yeah, I was getting DM death threats. I posted a highlight reel of the branding session we had. And was sick. Yeah, people had a big problem with that. What? It, here, you be pulling up some of the comments. We'll okay. read a couple of them. Okay. But I had to delete a few of them. Like Some of the death threats, I just took off. I left a lot of them there, though, because people were kind of, you know, arguing with each other in the comments, which is good for you know, views. So my, my favorite one, my favorite hate comment was, uh, this is so unethical. The original <laughs> Cowboys would have never done this. <laughs> <laughs> and then like five people got on and said, this is the original Cowboy way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to argue this a lot, but I think I'd say 90% of the people who have a problem with us and the way we do things, they're not, really educated right. on what we do. Right. They just kind of assume they know everything without knowing pretty much anything. And they know how to do our jobs better than us. They know what's good for the animals. They know what's bad for the animals. And they've probably only seen a cow driving down the highway. Maybe not everybody, but 90% of people are uneducated mm-hmm. on what we're doing. I agree with you on that. 
I mean, I feel like most people are like, oh, horses are like the people with vaulting where they jump over, the, you know, the poles and English riding and all this crap. But, you yeah. know, that's not even a quarter of how it really is. And a lot of my comments, too, are like, hey, I didn't even know people still did this. Right. Like, they have no idea what's even going on. They don't know how their beef shows up on their plate. Yeah. They just think it magically appears there. I would say the super haters are almost more, like, dedicated to the channel than your super fans. They're the people that know the littlest and have nothing better to do in their life than shit on someone that has any type of success in their life. The keyboard okay. warriors. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? Yeah, you told me about this the other yeah. day. It's really interesting because I see it every day in my life. Yep. Like, once you realize what it is, you can find it in a lot of places. I've even caught but, myself doing it. Yeah. So, kind of the gist of it is, and don't 100%, this isn't textbook, you know, definition, but you learn a little bit about a subject. And when you learn a little bit about a subject, you think you know a lot about that subject. And people who learn a lot about something, they realize how much more there is to learn about that and how little they actually know. So if you only take the time to learn about something for just a second, you're going to think you know a lot about that subject. But the more time you spend learning on something, you're going to feel kind of dumb when it comes to whatever you're learning about. And that is exactly why I don't like giving any training advice on the internet because I feel like I'm inadequate and there's a lot better people for it. And so that's why when a lot of you guys ask for training advice, we kind of just don't say it. Yeah. And then again, who wants to hear training advice from... A couple of three-year-olds, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's get to the comments. This comment left a 17 replies underneath it. It fired people up. <laughs> okay. So it says, animals feel pain. They feel sadness, grief, stress, and scared. Being branded hurts like hell. I'm sorry to say it's not necessary to drag them like sacks of flour. It's also not necessary <laughs> if you loved or cared for your animals in any account would consciously would not be able to perform these acts and let alone celebrate it sad 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 okay so this all, knows nothing <laughs> <laughs> sorry so sorry. first off let's talk about the alternatives to branding you got freeze branding and anybody know how to get rid of a freeze brand black spray paint <laughs> exactly and then the other it. one is ear tags anybody know how to get rid of ear tags cut it out cut it out and then uh, I guess you could earmark them. Maybe that's less cruel. It's easy just to make another mark in their ear. Yep. And then it's not your cow anymore. Yep. The best way and the most permanent way to mark your cows is with the brand. Well, and they've talked about doing like GPS or, but most ranchers can't afford that. Yeah, you're working with slim margins when you're ranching. A lot slim. of times you're not even making the money. Cattle, the cattle market's terrible. <laughs> yep. And they're not doing it because it makes them money. They're doing it because they love it and they have a passion for it. So there's two yep. methods of branding, the two big methods of getting cattle branded. And a lot of people say the table, the calf table, where you run them through a chute and separate them from the mother for a long time periods of time and run them to a table is the most eth ethical way instead of roping and dragging them to the place where they need to be branded. What are your guys' two cents on that? This is a long discussion that we could okay. get in later. So first of all, to. those comments on our Instagram, um, a lot of them were saying how abusive it was to drag the cattle uh -huh. to the branding iron. Well, and first of all, that, it's let's talk abusive. about how far we were actually dragging them. 15 yards? If that. Yeah. If that. Five. Maybe and the sand that. we were dragging them in was deep. Deep. I mean, the comments on our Instagram were acting like, 
we would rope them and run them to the branding iron. And the whole time, you know, it was just stretching them out, popping their backs, giving them rug burns. And they were just like coming up with all these wild theories of what it was doing to the calf. Yeah. I agree. Those are all what people are saying, but you drag them in the soft sand and if a rancher sees you take off on a cow or even rope it bad and get it roped not in the right way you should be doing it, you're off that horse and you're not roping again for the rest of the day. I've seen lots of kids get drug off a horse because they're not being correct etiquette in the branding pen and that's a big deal to a lot of people to make sure you're treating the calves right in the branding pen. Yeah. Well, and to answer your question about uh, using the turntable opposed to roping first off we couldn't get that out there we didn't have the facilities for that and second i think roping is actually way more ethical because it's faster we get it we get in there the cows are uh pestered way less they you just rope them once turn them out into a different pen and then they go right back to their mom whereas with the shoot they're in those hot belt shoots for hours pressed up against each other yeah, and sometimes some will fall down and just get trampled to death. Where in the roping pen, that doesn't happen. Yeah, and if they don't walk up the chute, what do you got to do? You got to push them up there. A lot of people start kicking them, beating them to get up the Shocking chute. Shocking them with the hot shot. Yep. Roping them, you put a loop in front of their feet, pull it. They just kind of tip on their side, and they're ready to be branded. Yep, and they're fast, low stress, right back to their mamas where they go and lick their lips, eat, and relax for the rest of the day they get that titty (laughs) (laughs) all righty so i got another comment here it's it's a funny one i'd like to brand those ranchers people are so cruel the comment underneath this says they would kick your butt first (laughs) (laughs) and they didn't use the word butt no they did not use the word butt (laughs) thank you my man yeah we did get some awesome people in the comments defending (laughs) us and it's not they're defending us. They're defending our lifestyle. They're defending their lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Their lifestyle. Yeah, and it gets yeah. even better. So no, I would brand them first. It is a <laughs> big talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> big talk, man. Yeah. Yeah, what I was saying is, you know, they're defending the cowboy lifestyle. And I feel like it's going to die off if we let people like that who are commenting kind of, yeah, push laws and push whatever that's going to, run out run out all the ranchers from everywhere and that's kind of why we started this podcast was to promote the western way of life in a positive light and and educate people on what we're actually doing yep and i we're curious to see if you guys want to hear more stuff like this we'd love to bring up more issues in today's ranching world that we think we could kind of shed some light on yeah let us know down in the comments if you want us to touch on more of these subjects okay read us one more comment we'll address it and move on Okay. Well, but a lot of the comments that I read that night with you when we were on the phone, I think they're, I think Instagram or you took them down. I took down probably 10 comments and they were like the extreme ones. Like telling me, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. This is crazy. <laughs> Don't want to address them. I mean, it's just weird. Like, I feel like if we were to have a conversation, maybe with some of the people, we can talk it out a little bit and maybe they wouldn't be like, I hope you die. I want to brand you. Yeah, like dude, really, like this is, and then I know there's still some people out there who do that to our face. But speaking of which, a cu- one of us here has branded themselves. So, yeah, I did <laughs> in prison. <laughs> yeah, in prison. <laughs> so really, with my prison shank. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Later that night, we went out 
Excuse you. I thought you were talking about me. How come you want to talk when it's not your 10 seconds, but when you have 10 seconds, you don't want to talk? You just sit there in your chair. Relax. Real quickly, we're not going to go down this wormhole too long, but Daniel is about to drop this video about Cage. Tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> or about Okay, blurt the name out. Intern. Insert intern. Intern. <laughs> Let's just say, folks, he will take up two minutes of your time. <laughs> 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 we'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, back to the back to the podcast. So we'll take a short break. <laughs> okay, back back to the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I hope this podcast isn't too long for you guys at home because we've been talking for hours now. <laughs> this podcast has been fun though. Let's talk about when Eli's dad Zane got mad at me. <laughs> oh, let's hear that. I, I don't think he was mad at me, but it was like I was kind of getting like vibes that I might be in trouble. I might not. Like I might have done the wrong thing. <laughs> so that night after we were done branding, I head out in the hills. And really I was just looking for sheds, but I brought my horse. Um, I brought my rope just in case. I was like, you know, you never know what you're going to find out here. Go walking around. And then I jumped this little calf all by himself, newborn, super fresh. And it jumps up, just takes off. I look around. His mom is nowhere in sight. I'm like, you know what? His mom's probably caught in the trap. That's my guess anyways, because where I was at, the forest was all dead. So you could just see out a long ways. No sign of mom. So I go rope him, put him on my saddle. By the way, this is my most viewed TikTok, for those of you who've seen it. Get back to the corral where Zane's at. And you guys are pairing up cows. Yeah. I bring him the calf. I'm like, hey, Zane, I found this calf up in the hills. I brought him down here. And he's like, looks at me i'm like oh crap <laughs> am i in trouble <laughs> and he goes i bet his mom's out there i'm like oh crap <laughs> i'm like i swear i didn't see her and i looked for a while and i really didn't see her and i could see her like everywhere out there and he's like well just go put her in the corral we'll see if she'll pair up and i was like okay i'm sorry zane <laughs> i go put her in the corral did she pair up I, I think so. So you don't have nothing to worry about. Boom goes the dynamite! <laughs> <laughs> nice. At least so, the cow did claim her, so. <laughs> okay, so you're on. Old Todd claims. <laughs> <laughs> Old Todd, take care of her. <laughs> it's like Doug the mule, but Todd the cow. <laughs> She's their milker. We got a cat named. Do we have a cat named Karen? It's a guy. <laughs> An attitude? An attitude. <laughs> thought it was a girl, and then. Got some wobbly bits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we're on <laughs> So we're on to the third night now, right? I don't think quite yet. No, the we gotta pull night. the night shift. Yeah, this is the third night. Second day, third night. Yeah, 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 exactly. We're pulling a night shift. And we were worried these cows were gonna start busting out of their pens, right? Do they usually bust out of the pens? Yes. Yeah, it has happened before. So Zane was pretty paranoid and he sent us all out on night shifts. And once these cows get out they hit those cedars and disappear. And they had their fill of water, so they weren't going to come back for a while. Mm-hmm. Daniel and I, you know, we kind of lucked out. We took like a 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock shift. We were probably going to be up anyways. So, of course, we stayed up. <laughs> yeah, we just stayed up. <laughs> and so we go walk the corral, take a couple laps. Just Everything was fine. Hey, we got a couple cows in that night. Cows in that night. We were running around. I was in just basketball shorts, <laughs> probably Crocs. Crocs. I don't know. 
we were running around in the cactus. So not ready. With rattlesnakes. If the cows were to break to get there fast. Hey, we were ready. We got some cows in, boy. Okay, okay, okay. I put them in four-wheel drive, and I was ready to go. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so Daniel and I, we're walking the pens, right? And we're just sitting there talking to each other. We just got these cows in. And it was our shift was almost over, so we were hanging out kind of closer to camp. We were checking on the horses because, like, one of them had Cause rolled Because Tick got mounted, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My horse Hal, got mounted up. Hal did the job. <laughs> so we were over checking them out. And freaking all of a sudden, you tell the story. You tell the story. So we're checking out Tick. We're like, what in the world? Like, her back was all wet. We hadn't <laughs> been on her for hours. <laughs> <laughs> kind of talking about it we checked on the other horses and all of a sudden i shine the light and there's just eyes we're both like whoa <laughs> and he just stared at us he didn't even say hi or anything he was just looking at us and he probably watched us for what probably five minutes yeah we, we kind of like saw him and then we kept checking on the horses and then we walked over to him and the whole time he just stood there yeah we were like if we don't shine the light on him he's not there <laughs> <laughs> Then we finally walked up to him, and he's like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're on patrol like Zane wanted. <laughs> he pretty much didn't trust us to be on patrol. Can you believe that? Really? Can you believe that is this crap? One of the day, is this one of the day hands out there? Uh, Eli? It wasn't Kyle. Yeah, it wasn't Kyle. I think it was his cousin, brother, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'll so pretty much I think what went down that night is all of us got schedules to go out and monitor the fences and then their whole group got the same schedule but they probably trusted them a little more <laughs> like they were out there to make sure we were doing it <laughs> we were dealing with Cor corby and joey though yeah uh, yeah when you get those two together the brain cells just go down <laughs> <laughs> the story gets better okay <laughs> we start walking back to camp you know we're a little freaked out we might have ran back to camp it was dark <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ride. We walked back. <laughs> we roll up. Eli's the next shift. We don't know, though. The schedule was so messed up. We would just wake up whoever and be like, go look at the cows. <laughs> Eli sleeping in his front bench seat of the truck. His feet are clear up at the ceiling. And He's his head down by the pedals. <laughs> his head was freaking, looked like a grape, man. It was red and big. <laughs> and he was out of it when we started knocking on the window. <laughs> Yeah. I remember he's probably like, about dead from blood rushing to his head. <laughs> <laughs> that, that blood flow. We, we started, he's a vampire. We started shining the lights in his eyes because he would not wake up. Like, <laughs> not? Were the doors locked? Could we not get in there? He locked them locked. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys woke me up. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not getting this night shift. It's <laughs> like, go wake up, Joey. And he like argued with us for like ten minutes about half your shift was arguing. <laughs> it was like what? When was your shift? Like twelve? One to two, I think. Who knows? The time zones like, yeah, were know. so messed up. It's like yeah. two o'clock. We need to touch on that. Because it had Nevada time, like Arizona time, and Utah time. Yeah. Yep. And so it was all messed up. There was like three different hours people were going off of. <laughs> yeah. Zane scheduled it like on Arizona time, and Daniel and I went off Utah time, and somebody else was going off Nevada time. <laughs> <laughs> messed up because we lost service so our phone didn't know we were in arizona oh, so it didn't update okay yeah okay so we just look at our clock and be like oh well, it's time to go back and then like, <laughs> dude i just got back too <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so when we were waking up Eli, he rolls over and he's just been sleeping on the seat belt. <laughs> <laughs> This is the wildest podcast I've <laughs> ever been a part of. You missed out on a good trip. If you think this podcast was wild, you should have been there. Yeah. You were not safe in camp. No. I'll leave it at that. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> I don't want to get demonetized, so we're not going to get into it. But you had a safety first, boys. Let's safety just first. Say, let's just say Corby likes to... Likes to shoot rabbits. Likes to show off. <laughs> don't sneak up on him in the middle of the night. <laughs> Corey's got a Or don't ride next to him. He loves to use it. <laughs> don't ride to his right side. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah. Anyways. Okay. So, oh. it's my shift. You know, wake up. My back is aching. I'm like, oh, man. I only have to deal with, what, 40 minutes of this, so... Get up, you know, I just, I don't change my clothes, just slide my, my, my Crocs on, <laughs> start walking around, put some, I get my phone out, start playing some Crime Junkie, if no one knows what that is, that's like um, a murder, murder podcast, so I'm like walking around, walking around the, <laughs> free plug, good job guys, <laughs> walking around the, the pen like four times, and then the episode ends, I'm like freaking, freaking out, I'm like, Thought, thought a serial killer was after you. Anyways, anyways, okay. So <laughs> I get my shift done. I'm like, okay, who would I have to wake up? I think it was Casey. And I was like, went to his trailer, knocked the door. Casey. Nothing. Casey. Nothing. I like, shake his butt. He's like, huh? What? I was like, Casey, it's your shift. He's like, what? Pulls out his phone. It's like, it's four o'clock. And I was like, no, it's three o'clock, dude. Your shift's at three. And he's like, no, mine's at four. And I was like, whatever. Just do your shift right now and wake up Joey after. <laughs> wake up Joey or Corby after. And he's like, okay. So yeah, he does that. Goes the, goes the, he, I think he, Joey and Corby did it together because uh, Casey woke them both up. Joey's like, Joey's like, I didn't even sign up a shift. <laughs> like, All right. So they're up at like the last shift. I, they're going like nonstop. I think they started that. They what? started at like three o'clock and we're all day. <laughs> started Wait, three o'clock Utah time or what are we saying? Here? Whatever time. Yeah. Started off at three and went the whole time. But yeah, what happened? The next they day. sure rubbed it in our faces too. The next day, yeah, they were a bit salty. <laughs> they were. <laughs> we probably could have back those radio heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> payback. <laughs> oh, it's three in the morning, oh. eh? That means it's three in the afternoon in Australia. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're on to the third. Day. <laughs> I just keep bringing you guys back in. Okay, so we're on to the third day. My favorite day of the whole trip. It was freaking so much fun. The big cattle drive day. And it started off with the absolute banger of a video. Yeah, we did a quick we quit we did a quick gather. Yeah. And then uh Zane was pretty pretty stressed out this day. Most stressful day of the trip by and, far. Um he started uh these guys went off after some cows and uh just as they headed out, he called us back saying, just leave her. Just leave her. <laughs> we didn't leave her. But they didn't listen. <laughs> and uh, they were gone forever. And we're getting ready to go, and Zane's waiting around for him. He's like, I need these guys' help. Where, where are they? I need their help. Finally, he's just like, we can't wait any longer. We just got to go. And uh, so he gives us the lowdown. He's like, all right, guys, 
we have got to keep these cows out of the cedars. And so uh, he lined us up. We, we first pulled all the trucks and trailers around and made like a runway almost with them. And then we parked a guy in each hole. And then we had just a line of cowboys off the side that went into the cedars. And we're just about ready to get turned out. And old Darian, I look over, and he's hoofing it back to us. And I'm like, weren't you just on your horse? And he was like, yeah. And then I'll turn it over to Tyler. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Corby and I, we go to gather these cows. And I could see why Zane was stressed out. Because we take off after these, you know, little stragglers. And we heard people yelling, but we didn't know what they were saying. I guess it was Zane calling us back. But we didn't listen. I don't know. We couldn't really hear. And we start just chasing these cows through the cedars. And it started as a freaking cow chase, but it ended as a horse chase. Because on our way back, we lost the cows. And on our way back, we just hear this, it sounded like thunder almost. It was the loudest crashing noise just coming through the tree. And we're like, dude, there's cows right there. But why are they running so fast? What's chasing them? We were so confused. And none of our GoPros were running or anything. I missed this on the video. But it just runs. This horse just comes barreling through the trees, runs straight up to us. Corby and I just look at each other, turn on our GoPros, <laughs> and start chasing it. And it was still bucking when it ran up to us. And at this point, dude, before we even roped the horse, the saddle was just getting messed up through these trees. He was trying to rub it off, running right under the thickest crap. He gets out, the horse gets out to the road and just takes off running down this road. Corby and I get out on the road. We get, take off after it. We chased it probably half mile or so. And as we were running down the road, we finally caught up to it. And Corby throws a loop. It was just a little short and it fell down onto the saddle. It caught the horse's saddle horn. So he dallies up tight on it and he tries slowing this horse down so my slow horse could catch up and rope. And I chuck my loop, and it doesn't look like it on the GoPro, but I threw a lot of line out. And I was just a hair short. It didn't go over the nose. So I missed. And as I'm rebuilding my loop to throw again, there's a cattle guard in front of us on the road. And so I don't know, you pr not a lot of you guys, I bet, have been in this situation. But when a horse is running full steam away from you, it doesn't matter if there's a cattle guard in the road. He's going to go straight through it, and it's probably not going to end up very good, like, it, it, that's a bad situation to be in. So Horses we had a smart until there's a gum wrapper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or a balloon in this case. <laughs> and so we kind of had the option of just letting go of the horse, seeing what happens. Hopefully he just jumps over it or he's smart enough to stop, which we were kind of betting he wasn't. And maybe he turns up the fence line and doesn't run over it, but it just wasn't looking good. So Corby just dallies up to slow this horse down. And as I'm still rebuild, rebuilding my loop, I can't rope him and slow him down too. So I just have to get in front of the horse and herd him off the road. And as that happens, the horse runs around one side of the tree. Corby goes around the other side of the tree. And Corby just gets freaking slammed. And uh, he kept his dally. He told me later he was trying to pop it off, but it was too late because it was just he had a lot of rubber on his horn, and I think his coils had gone over each other. So it was just you know, pretty much like a knot. And as they both slammed that tree, the saddle just popped right off the horse, sounded like a gunshot. Freaking wildest video I've ever caught. 
It was my favorite video I've probably made in the last year. It was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, probably not for the guy who broke his saddle, but yeah. for us, it was a lot of fun seeing Corby get mucked out in a tree. It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, so did you, so how did you end up getting that horse caught? I kind of missed that in the video. Yeah, my GoPro died. Okay. But I ended up chasing it for a while, and Corby chased it for a while. We both missed another loop, but this horse was fast because he had no rider. He was freaking built, and he finally was getting tired out. We were running him down a fence line, and we got him in a pretty good corner, and I just chucked the loop and caught him. And then he led back pretty good. Tick was in heat, and it was a freaking stud we were leading back. <laughs> <laughs> so I got behind it with the rope, and Corby was in front of it with the rope. And we just let him stay in the middle because <laughs> he was riding a mare too. Yeah. And so while all this was going down, like Daniel was saying, Zane was getting stressed out because it was a really crucial part of the cattle drive. And we just had disappeared forever. <laughs> You're all Tweedledee and Tweedledum are just gone. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, exactly. but if we hadn't have ran off after that cow, that guy's horse would have just been gone. So it's a good thing. It all worked out. It all worked out. We might have broke a saddle, but we got him his horse back. And we had an extra saddle for him to use, so he still got to participate. Did did he ride that horse for the rest of the day? Yeah, I think he rode a little portion of it, but and then he he was like, I'm out of here and left. Yeah. Because I think he was pretty upset about the saddle, but. Oh, man. (laughs) I feel bad because I've been posting a lot about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I am. What are you going to do? We all get in wrecks. But yeah, so we ended up loading the calves into a trailer. And then Zane pulled out in front. And then he was like, all right, boys, let them go. And they kind of came barreling out of there. They were uh, ready to go, but we were able to get somebody out in front. And they kind of slowed down. But then they started looking for holes. And one cow jumped in between uh, the trailer in a truck and was headed for the trees we got it turned around brought it back everything was kind of going nuts and then zane's like all right bring them and we were able to get him trailed out and headed down the road that went pretty smooth yeah it went a lot smoother than i expected it'd only take just one or two cows to bust out and run through the cedars and then all the rest of them would have followed though so Uh we did a good job of keeping them Mm -hmm. on the right side of the road yeah it was a good thing my dad was in that semi we threw all the calves in the back of it, and, you know, all those cows were wanting to get with their calves. So it kind of, you know, made a good Gave them the direction. Yeah. Yeah, that was big brain moves. Big brain. Yeah, because that's usually a problem on the drives is a bunch of calves hanging back, and then mama's coming back and looking for it, or calves going back and looking for their mama. Well, it usually causes a wreck on our mounds. Another dilemma that we had was, uh, I think, was it two cattle guards down or just one, but it was a different permit. And they still had cows out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then we had to almost like flip sides of what we should have been on to keep those cows and the Coriani separated. And it was kind of hard. Like I had to run out and chase a bunch of cows off and they did not want to go. Yeah. Like while we were doing all this, we had, you know, the Coriani cows trying to run back all the way back to where we had them in the beginning too. So we had to make sure everything was pushed forward and, you know, separate them from those other beef cows yeah it was pretty intense there for a minute the first half of the day it went smoothly but everybody was on edge the whole time and you couldn't just sit there and like like cattle drives where they're just going down the road and you're just kind of like there you were like doing something 
It didn't take us long to run into probably the biggest problem of the day. The biggest bummer of the day anyways. We get these cows down the road. We get them almost off the neighbor's place. And we get them to a good place to water, right? Yeah. And there was like a little corral there, a little fence we could kind of hold them in. But it, yeah. it wasn't much of a fence. And you guys want to kind of explain what happened? So this this cow kind of got really sulky and she just kind of started laying down. And we were, we'd let them watered. We took a little water break, had a little bit of snacks. And um, Zane's like, all right, let's go. He jumps <laughs> in the semi and starts going down. So we start getting these cows up and start pushing them back to the road. And this cow would not. She just kept laying down. And I, uh, I was like, this cow's going to give birth. And uh, then she got up and took off. Like, she just like jumped up and took off. And I was like, hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> and then I had to get back to my post that was clear in the front. So I hustled on up and uh, take it from there, boys. So we had these cows. Well, they were stringing out onto the road already, going through a gate. And that cow kind of got left in the back. And we're like, oh, dude, she is giving birth. We're like, crap. Well, there's a corral right there. Let's see if we can get her in that corral. But it wasn't like there was no great way of getting her in there. Mm-hmm. And... So this cow just drops her calf, doesn't even look down at it, hardly sniffs it at all. She might have licked it once. I don't even know if she did that. Yeah. And she didn't want to be left behind from the main herd, so she just takes off. And there were still a few of us there, and we tried our best to keep her cornered. And somebody left their gate, their post at the gate, and she just slipped right through and started just running as fast as she could you know there were so many things we probably could have done in the situation but there was a few of us that chased after her with our ropes and we all missed which was a bummer and after we started chasing her a little bit she just got off course from the main herd lost the main herd and just took off in a random direction and she was gone like those thick cedars like we've been talking about it's easy to weave and lose us and so now we're left with this calf that's just laying there and their mom's nowhere in sight and we're in the middle of nowhere we're not even on their permit anymore we're like what are we gonna do the boss man's already taken off half the you know half the hands have already taken off there was only a few of us left and we were just in this bad situation that just sucked and we ended up looking for a couple hours right and we looked everywhere we tried our dangness to find her and we never found her um, you guys probably have been back and found her by now, but yeah, I think yeah, Kyle was went back a couple days later. <laughs> went back a couple days later, and uh, I think he got her rounded up. But the problem with that was she didn't really want to take care of the calf at all, even though we got her again. But with the calf, luckily we had Kyle's cousin, you know, pull in with the Wilson trailer, and we were able to throw the calf in there and then catch up back with the herd. Yeah. So it's just kind of a bummer. I brought up in my YouTube video, I addressed some of the haters on the subject. And it's just hard to hear people say, hey, look, there is no situation where you should ever rope that cow. That is abuse. And there's like, I can't think of one situation where you should be able to rope that thing. And if you do rope that thing, I hope you die. They start just sending me death threats. 
And this situation, if one of us had got a loop on that cow, we could have prevented the whole thing from happening. That calf would have a mom. She would have got the colostrum she needed when she was born. For those of you who don't know what colostrum is, it contains antibodies and is super important when a calf's first born for their immune system. It's crucial. Yep. That first uh, nursing is really, really crucial. And doesn't it kind of make them look like a doggy? Like a bum, bummer calf? Yeah, a bunch of bottle calves just look poor, don't they? Uh-huh, they we call them doggies or bummer calves or stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. And like we were saying earlier, you know, we do care. And it's hard, like, because that's just the biggest loss you can take. It just sucks. Like, personally, you're like, dude, I could have prevented this if I could have just roped that cow. <laughs> and like we were saying earlier, there's not really good corrals or fences out there because you're in the middle of nowhere. So you're telling me that's abuse to rope that cow, even though she abandoned her calf. So it it's hard because she's following her instinct. She's an animal, and she would have rather stayed with the herd than her calf. She just would have left it to die. So I don't know. We could get into it as much as we want. Maybe we'll keep this podcast a little more lighthearted. But I think it is important we talk about some of these subjects in the future. And let us know down in the comments if you think we should talk about stuff like this. I don't know. Do you guys have anything on the subject you want to add in? Yeah, we weren't intentionally. Like, we don't ever intentionally hurt our animal animals. We're just trying to do what's best for them and keep them alive and productive and healthy. Yep. Yeah, if you didn't miss so much, maybe this would have been prevented. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> for real. I had to try to lighten the mood. <laughs> I don't think I chucked her rope, though. I don't think I was even cowboy enough to get a shot on her. <laughs> Happens so. sometimes, man. Yeah, she was hauling butt. Well, she was hauling. Day, I mean, you'd already chased a stallion. Yeah. You've chased wild cows. And then we'd been running around chasing off uh, neighboring cows or chasing ones back into the herd. So our horses were, they were pretty tired. It's a, yeah. It was probably like a three horse kind of day that you fit into one. What, what did horse. we end up going? Like 15 miles? Yeah. So where we were at probably right then would probably be about halfway, eight miles. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say the cows are walking eight miles. We're walking further because we're having to go back, back, back and, and forth. forth. But okay, here's another thing I want to add. You know, we get a lot of crap on the channel because we post both the good and the bad. And sometimes the bad makes better videos. And we're not afraid to show you guys, you know, the accidents that happen on our ranch or whatnot. And that's where a lot of people... I don't know. People just assume accidents don't happen and we have to do everything perfectly their way. They're too used to seeing the perfect side of everything on the internet. Like the internet is a very perfect place. So when they see the accidents, they assume we're bad or something's not there. Yeah. And I wish I could post more of the good days, you know, but when a cattle drive just goes perfectly fine, nothing happens. It's really a boring video. Those aren't the days you remember. The yep. days you remember are the longest, sweatiest sons of days ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice filter. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. We just get a lot of crap on our channel. We get a lot of crap and we, we hate it. When an accident <laughs> happens, we're not afraid to post it. That's yeah. the difference between us and a lot of people, I think. That's the difference between us and every other Western. <laughs> <laughs> oh, call them out like that. Yeah. Texaners. Texaners. <laughs> Texans haven't seen a wreck in the day of their what life. What is funny about that? <laughs> what do you say? Hey, did we like, you just say? He said he wanted to be called Kylie. Oh, I thought he said Kyle. I was like, 
So don't disgrace Kyle's name like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love our interns out here. We're not bullies in any ways. It's just a little fun hazing. <laughs> hazing. He brings it on himself. Dude, I don't know. I was just in all the wrecks that day for some reason. Maybe I'm the common denominator. <laughs> common denominator. <laughs> okay. So this cow turns back from the herd, and Corby and I, we're running the GoPros. So we're like, okay, this is going to be good footage. Let's go rope this cow. And it had been turning around all freaking day. It must have thought its calf was back at the grill or something. It didn't get the memo that his, her calf was <laughs> up in the trailer in front. So after probably the 20th time it's turned around, it was kind of getting tired, and it would just sulk clear back behind the herd and hide. So we're like, it's time we just rope this sucker and come back for it with the trailer. So... The very last time it turned around, it just took off running. And I was the first one to get a rope on it. We roped it. Corby comes behind me. He gets the second rope on it. And we tried getting her back to the herd, but she wouldn't, She had, didn't want anything to do with that. So we tied her down in the middle of the road so the trailer could come get her. Yeah. And we, we made a couple TikToks doing that. <laughs> one of the TikToks, we were just sitting there and randomly... Corby's like, hey, I'm a little thirsty. <laughs> so I point the camera at him. He just grabs one of the teats and squirts it, and it hits him right in the eyeball. <laughs> and so then we were like, yeah, I'm thirsty too. <laughs> so we all just lined up and started drinking milk, <laughs> and we were thirsty. <laughs> Was the milk good? Did it taste like regular milk in any way, or is beef cow milk different than dairy Dude, cow milk? It tasted... Well, okay, here's the thing. We didn't have coolers out on the Arizona Strip, so we'd been chugging hot water bottles the whole time, and that milk was cold, colder than the hot water bottle I had. So it tasted, like, pretty good. Like, it tasted like regular milk. I'm sure, though, if you just went out there right now and you've been drinking ice-cold milk for the last week, you know, you'd take a shot of that and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> but since we had just been drinking hot water, hot liquid the whole time, that warm milk tasted pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. That was the burning question. I've always wondered that. So it was wasn't good. bad. It wasn't bad at we all. We got an answer now. It was creamy. It was really creamy. It was 100% whole milk, baby. <laughs> Straight out the teat. Not fresher than that in the world. Yes, sir. <laughs> it wasn't a bowl. Texas approved. <laughs> All right, I'm done with that story. <laughs> All right, so should we talk about the trip home, or are we gonna be done? Just let's just briefly hit it. Yeah, because it's not that. Because so first off, everything went well. Got the cows home. Went back, got the trucks. It was pretty late at this point, probably ten. It was dark. Yeah, we were tired. Um, we helped them load the semis, and then we get on our way, and we probably got like ten miles down the road, and. Corby was following us behind, and we look back, and he's just gone. <laughs> and they made it 10 miles, and they forgot their saddles clear back. <laughs> the they crowd. forgot their freaking saddles. <laughs> so Joey and Corby? Corby and uh, Byron. Well, it was the one that Darian used. Oh, yeah? He put it there, and then uh, for some reason, we had another, another saddle just dumped right there, and they forgot both of them. <laughs> was, it the saddle, was it the saddle he was supposed to fix? Yeah, supposed. It was the saddle he was supposed to fix. Supposed, and supposed, uh, and then Byron's uh, champion bronc riding saddle. <laughs> yeah, and then it didn't end there. No, it it escalated from there. Whoa! So we get, we, there's like a car there was a caravan that came out of there. If we could have filmed it, it was so cool because there was like three semis, 
and then six pickup trucks, I think I counted. With stock trailers on back. Yeah. All coming out of there. We pull into this gas station. And Zane's like, he's in a pretty good mood. He's filling us up. He's like, guys, this was such a success. And uh, he gets this phone call. And his face just kind of like drops. And he's just like, oh, no. And he starts trying to call all the mechanics around. And one of the semis blew a tire. And then something else happened to it. Yeah. Do you remember? I'm not exactly sure what happened. But, you know, something went wrong with it. Because there was another semi behind us that was coming from further down the canyon and coming out it blew a tire and broke down and so zane is scram and by this point it's already 11 o'clock yeah guess what we did when this happened what went to b-dubs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah there wasn't anything we what, could do though what town are you in st george so we eat up but we eat up b-dubs we get done at b-dubs at what one o'clock <laughs> something like that <laughs> And uh, we start we start trucking home, and I got out of Tyler's truck and started driving the other pickup truck because Corby had been going since three, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Joe was not gonna drive. And uh, we yeah, see, they shouldn't have gave us crap for sleeping in because we stayed up all night driving their butts home. We sent it too. So yeah. why why did a hotel room not cross your guys' head in any way? Because we had ponies and ponies in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you think we're going to put them in the hotel room with us? <laughs> I've actually done that before. I've turned my ponies loose in my trailer and just went in and spent the night. We get to about Richfield, and then Tyler just starts <laughs> losing his mind. And we search for a gas station that was open for 30 minutes. We drove around <laughs> looking for a gas station. I don't know how I lasted that long. <laughs> I had to go then. I had to go there. <laughs> And it was one you needed a toilet for. It wasn't one you could just pull over on the side of the road. I didn't want it running down my legs. <laughs> Take that out. <laughs> yeah, then cook at the Arizona Strip. Oh, my gosh. I ate raw hamburger on there at Arizona Strip. I had freaking, who was it? Byron made me hamburgers. I bit into it. Pink. I was like, I'm so hungry. I'm just going to finish it. <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty raw. Okay, so. so I run out of the gas station. I've been in there forever. <laughs> and I get out to the truck. I open the door. I'm like, Corby was asleep, so I pulled out my phone to record him. Whip it out on him. <laughs> he just sits up like he has no idea where he's at, and he's losing his mind. <laughs> we'll roll the clip right here. It was so funny, though. 4 a.m. Corby can't hang. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. <laughs> it was one of the funniest sleep scares I've ever seen. <laughs> and then, yeah, made it on yeah. home. I, okay, yeah. So I dropped Daniel off at his place when the sun was coming up. And then I had another half-hour drive from his place. By the time I got home, turned my horses loose and everything, Brittany had already woke up for the day. She was like, oh, hey, you made it. Like, everybody was starting their work day, and I was like, I didn't sleep last night. I'm going to bed. <laughs> You know, we leave Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, I'm like, okay, Joey, you've been up since, what, 4, 3 o'clock in the morning? So, you know, I'll I'll drive. I'll drive the rest of the way. And the whole way up, he's on his phone. He's not sleeping at all. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And we get maybe like two hours from where, you know, where we live. And I'm getting tired, and I'm like, 
okay, Joey, I think you should drive for a little bit, just for a little bit, so I could close my eyes. And, you know, I closed my eyes for maybe 30 minutes, and I woke, I stayed awake the rest of the time because he was like, in the road strips <laughs> and i'm like okay you you, you want to switch or something and he didn't say anything and then i'm like staying awake and all of a sudden i just see the truck go start hitting all the bushes on the side and i wake and i go over grab the wheel pull it back on the road and joey's like this he's like and i'm like dude you okay and he's like Oh, I just fell asleep. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but we made it back, and yeah, I slept great that night. That day? That, that day. <laughs> that morning. <laughs> hey, guys, I think we're going to leave it there. Thank you so much for watching. If you've watched this podcast the whole way through, you might as well like and subscribe because we're going to bring you these podcasts weekly. And Eli, where can we find you? You can find me at The Average Cowboy YouTube Brett, where can we find you? Brett underscore Olson across all platforms. Daniel? You can find me at the Bronx and Donks Extended Channel 2 and also on TikTok and Instagram at Dan Bronx and Donks. And of course, watch the Bronx and Donks main YouTube channel. We upload almost weekly there. And we'll catch you next week on another episode of, of Donkey, Donkey Tales. Tales.